beware, bad money drives out good. Sharon Hornelson here and our idiom today is actually called Gresham's Law and it really represents the, the expression, the idiom, bad money drives out good. It states that counterfeit or inflated currency will cause people to hoard the real coins, real money. Uh, in 1902, Hen I'm say Henry Dunning McLeod named this phenomenon Gresham's Law. But it's been going on for centuries in the world. Henry VIII, for example, decided he was gonna, you know, increase the country's coffers and his pockets by taking their coins and replacing the precious metals that they were made out of originally with 60% other metals. It was only gonna be 40% real, I don't know what they, they had gold coins or what they had, but whatever metal they had that was precious. Remember back in the day, coins and, and our you know money systems used to be backed by the gold standard or backed by something of real value until the Fed came in and everything changed um, and everything's on computers now and money's made up. Uh, until then, it was backed by precious metals. And even in the United States, that we've experienced Gresham's Law in this phenomenon, when the pennies, when our pennies used to be made of all copper, uh, the powers that be, probably the government or the mint or whatever, decided that they were gonna replace much of the copper that was in the original copper pennies with other metals, just like Henry VIII did. It would, uh, they thought, you know, spread or, you know, spread out the value of the, of the coins, but be able to produce the coins in a, a less expensive way. So what happened, which they hadn't anticipated, but should have, had they viewed history, they would have known that people were going to hoard the real copper pennies and only the new copper pennies would end up in circulation, which is exactly what happened. Coins became, you know, coins have been collected for centuries as well, but copper pennies became much more valuable because people were hoarding them and keeping them and saving them because they knew they had precious metals in them. Same is true with, with all different types of coins. Same is true with our inflation. Inflation, when inflation causes our currency to be devalued or when we make changes. Uh, in my lifetime, we've seen the copper penny, but we've also seen um, changes in things to increase the value of money or to get people collecting money intentionally. The redesign of our quarters, although that was, you know, I don't, I, I'm not sure what the real driving force behind that was. Remember when all our quarters looked the same and now each quarter has a different state on the back. Um, so that caused people, at least my kids, to begin collecting those coins. The Sacagawea, the gold dollars, my kids collected those as well. Um, so sometimes we'd make changes in our, our money to draw more attention to it and actually get people to collect them on purpose. But originally, um, bad money drives out good meant that um, the new money that was coined, the cheaper coins, the less expensive coins to mint or to create or to make would drive out the old. They would go into hiding because the good coins would go into hiding. The good would disappear because people knew they were less valuable and they wanted to keep and hoard the valuable things and let go of the things that they considered less valuable. We see this not only in coins and in money, but we see it in things. Bad things tend to drive out the good. Bad people tend to drive out the good. We're seeing this in the United States right now. Bad politicians, bad behavior, unethical, immoral behavior is actually threatening our democracy and threatening to drive out the good. Uh, 
we see that in our organizations. If you've ever had a business or worked in a business that has a culture that has challenges in it, meaning a sick, messed up, effed up culture, it's usually because there's a couple bad pennies or there's a couple bad apples in the bunch that get in, get into power, and then spread their values or lack of values and morals and, and ethics throughout the organization. I've worked in businesses, I, I'm not proud to say, that I discovered after I joined them had some of those bad elements or they had different departments and divisions that ran on different values and goals than others. And it caused a lot of internal conflict to the point of I watched one company actually almost destroy itself. And actually, I think they're out of business now, so they did destroy themselves. In the end, you know, it was after I left and realized, hey, this is too far gone. I'm here to help, but I can't even fix all this. You can't necessarily fix 50 years of, of deteriorating culture in, in a year or in a, a couple of months. It, 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 can, uh, it depends how rotten the apple is. If the, the core is rotten, it's hard to make a lot of changes in that. But we need to be careful not to allow negative elements or bad things to creep into our businesses, especially as we're growing and supersizing, going through massive times of change like we are with COVID-19. We need to make sure that even in high stress, high change environments, we're maintaining our core values and the things that we believe in. We need to make sure we're maintaining the quality and customer service that we provide for the people that we serve, even if it's different or more challenging or more expensive in the short term. We want to keep in mind the long-term lifetime value of our customers more than just hit or miss, customer here, customer there. Anytime we go away from our core, our strengths, what our superpowers are, what we're great at, uh, and dilute that at, or forget about that. I've, I've been in businesses where I actually forgot about what my core purpose was and my core strength. And it caused challenges until I realized I was the problem and that we had to get back to our true power and our true core and the reason we were really there to serve people. Uh, it can happen on projects. We can start to go down the road or down the road that we're going with our business. We can start following projects or people or influences or fads or shiny objects that ha happen in Nowadays, especially with how fast technology is growing, it's easy to get pulled in different directions. And sometimes we'll find that we're putting money into a project that turns out to be wrong for us, meaning it's bad. Anything that's wrong for us, I call bad. Anything that's right for us, I call good. So if we're working on a project that turns out to be wrong for us and we keep throwing money or investing resources and time and energy and people and, and effort against that project, it will continue to suck the life out of our business and out of our project. It's like having customers that aren't a great fit for your organization. Uh, in one of my businesses, we actually had to let go of our, our biggest customer. They represented 80% of our gross revenue and they had turned into a nightmare customer and our business was changing and growing and they were preventing us from doing that. So we actually had to let them go. One of the hardest decisions I've ever made in my life, it turned out great within three months we had replaced that income but it was scary to do and scary for that that period as of rebuilding after letting that customer go but sometimes we realize that something is worse for us in our organization um, it's worse to keep that it's worse to stay in that relationship that in in the long run than it is to make changes in the short run experience that on both a personal and a professional level so it's our idiom today i would love to know if you've experienced this if you've seen this bad money drives out good. Or if you think, heck no, all money's great money. Share in the comments below. I'll be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it in your business right now? Take care.